Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to another episode of Set the Record. I'm Malcolm Anthony, my partner in crime as always. Hey, yo. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> yo, man. Subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Set the Record Podcast. Look. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're back. Yes, dude. We're back. Yes, dude. We are back. And I'm I'm happy to be back. How have you been? How has, uh, I know things are opening up again. How are you, bro? Man, not too bad. You know, uh, actually pretty great. I'm not going to lie at all. Uh, I'm concerned with the things opening, to be honest. Uh, you know, people, people seem like, uh, Corona's over. They're acting like it's over. Uh, yeah, like it's all done. No. Yeah, like, like there's a, like there's a remedy, you know, like there's a, uh, like a cure or something like it's just, or, or they're acting like as if it's, didn't exist in the first place or something i don't know i see a lot of people going out i see a lot of people uh not wearing any masks I see children not yeah. wearing masks in public, public. I, I find, yeah Still pretty i scary. find that no mask thing problematic you know it's uh, yeah. uh, i wish people were taking this a little more seriously but you know i'm glad that sports are happening and it seems like dana white is taking things seriously but we'll get to that here in a little bit we sure will we sure will how, how you been brother Dude, absolutely fine. You know, um, I've always been a bit of a hermit, anyway. So now that we're all, now that we're just all indoors, um, uh, dude, I'm I feel really good. Yeah, the same same thing, same thing. Uh, mentally, I'm alright. Physically, I'm doing good. You know what? Just the whole thing. I'm just happy to be uh, taking notes again, watching sports. It feels like everything is getting back to normal, and things are uh, at least on the surface they appear to be normalizing. So that's always good. I'm I'm really yeah. excited. And then just here, just here in Tulsa, man, the, um, well, we were talking about the businesses opening up again, uh, the casinos. Did you see on Friday, the, the long line outside of Osage and, uh, uh, even yesterday in Norman, a casino opened up and there's like, there was like 250 people before where it even opened in the line outside waiting. It's, it's, uh, I don't know, man. Like I'm saying, it's exciting, but it's still kind of. You know, I'm just waiting for the second wave of viruses to come through. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah, well, since yesterday, when you speak of the new wave, you know, uh, numbers did increase since Friday. You know, number... <laughs> yeah, 3% three, no. 3 raise here just in the state of Oklahoma, which is, you know, not, not too crazy, but, you know, it's something to look no. at, you know. Yeah, in fact, I heard that there was a, uh, in Texas County, there, uh, here in Oklahoma, there was a, a, a bit of an outbreak. Um, a surge something something went off there I'm not sure if it was a funeral or if there was a party but there was a surge there over the weekend or uh, just uh, from Friday to today so it's very very interesting because Oklahoma has like the eighth fewest cases of you know in the United States so it's um, it's we in the top ten or something good you know Yes, exactly, and that's what I, that's why I wrote that because this is this is finally some maybe not finally, but this is some good news that we're we're still doing well. The thing is that we just got to stay low, you know. We yeah. I want to keep these numbers down. Um, yeah, the message still doesn't change. You know, wear a mask, sanitize, and wash your damn hands. You know, it's uh, yeah, exactly it's evident that doesn't change. But you know, uh, yeah, I didn't know if you had read this news at all, but there, apparently. Uh, Tesla might be opening a uh, uh, headquarters or a plant here in Tulsa. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. I did hear about that because uh, I, I just know that uh, Elon Musk with with uh, was like arguing with California 
about reopening his business. So I think mm-hmm. he did this as like a way to for them to say, okay, okay, whoa, 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 whoa. California is like, no, no, no. Open up, open up. Just you know, social distance yourself or something. You know, something. Uh, yeah, I'd love, yeah. I'd love to see uh, Tesla in Tulsa. You know what I'm saying? That that yeah. would he would build a monorail train station from Oklahoma City to Tulsa. You know what I mean? Right. He he would do something. He he would do something like that. I think it'd be amazing. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. what's it. awesome about Tesla is it just put a U in there and it's almost like Tulsa, you know, just I know the letters around where it's it's perfect. Just absolutely revamp the whole city. Well, you know what I mean? Instead of like, you know, Tulsa everywhere, it would be in Tulsa Tesla letters or something. You know, just right. rebrand the entire city. I saw that uh Mayor GT Bynum shared a the you know how the Tulsa Police Department they released that new look for all their squad cars mm-hmm. as the uh GT Bynum the mayor of Tulsa he posted a cyber truck the the Tulsa the Tesla cyber truck uh in the Tulsa police color and everything and it's like this is what it would look like if you came through Elon or you know what I mean it was like it was very cool it was a very concept looking car like you know what I mean, but it was it was no 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 no. It'd be cool. It'd be no oh, man. That'd be so cool. Right. Okay. So with, with all this new technology building, okay. So this is the word on the street that Oklahoma is looking into some technology to let's see to do marijuana breathalyzers. Oh yeah. Yes. No. 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 I hope that isn't. There's no way you can. Um, I, I thought about that. I mean, I read that article as well, and I think that'd be just absolutely inaccurate. Do you know what I mean? It's just you, you, it would just you, it would create chaos. You know I mean? Yeah, because yeah, because what would be you know obviously you shouldn't you know uh, uh, smoke and drive. You know you don't want to be behind the wheel if you're you know getting high. Uh, but a lot of times, you know what I mean? It'll, it'll go away. It'll go away while you're driving just because driving can be an intense situation. You, you, you know what I mean? It's just, it's just what, what's stopping this breathalyzer from like, oh, I just moved four minutes ago to I just moved, you know, four hours ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, I'd be worried. I'd be worried about the inaccuracies and then the number of DUIs, right? Right. Would yeah, go up. Absolutely. Are we just trying to raise the prosecution numbers and uh, you know bill people so much? You know, a DUI is a lot of money. You know, no, no offense yeah. to people who drink alcohol, but marijuana is nothing like it. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really. I mean, yeah. Absolutely. I could. I could smoke and drive. I could not drink and drive. It's a huge difference. Right. I just hope they don't want to do anything. I mean, if. You know, Colorado, it's been legalized in, in Colorado and in, in Michigan on all these states for so long. It'd be crazy that Oklahoma would be the first to do something like this. Yeah, especially with how good our dispensaries are doing here in town. I mean, we we have the, the best dispensaries here in Oklahoma. I mean, like, who's better than MedFarm? Oh, I, man, you tell me because the customer service out there. The, the drive-through window, uh, just the the vibe of the whole store is amazing. Especially with this Rona outbreak, dude, they've been so amazing. Getting their drive-through window, like top of the line service. Right, 
Right. Just you got a texting number that you can like text ahead your order so that there really is no wait. Truly the bigliest company ever. It's tremendous. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, we're going to drop Med Farm real quick. Yes. All right. With alternative plant-based and hemp-derived wellness products, you can trust Med Farm to be there and help make things well again. Learn more at MedFarmOK.com. Yo, look, so we're back, and... We're back, we're back. We had, I, I would say, one of the best weeks of fighting ever. Oh, uh, yes. I, I, I'm i in, in agreement, man. Absolute agreement. Um, dude, the UFCs, all the UFC events in Florida. Yeah, I mean, okay, so 64 fighters, 32 fights, 17 decisions, 12 knockouts, three submissions in one hell of a week. Yes. Oh, I love that. I love that. Telling you, I, I love, love that. this guy, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That was amazing. Do you want to get into the UFC 249 since it was just, you know, it was last week, but it was amazing card. It was a, a way to kick off this whole thing, the, this, this whole this whole fight week. Yeah, man, absolutely. Start top to bottom, man. Let's go UFC 249. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, well, the Ryan Span versus Smiling Sam. That one was a good fight. It was a great fight to, you know, that one went to decision. That one was a fun fight to, you know, start it all off. But the Bryce Mitchell versus Charles Rosa. Uh, that was crazy. Bryce Mitchell went for uh, the twister three times in that fight. It was yeah. so crazy. It was so crazy to see him just fall into that position. That's his go-to move, man. He knows he's the he's the master of that move. He's probably what he's the only one, the second guy to actually pull off the twister. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So. And he was attempting it like crazy. That was an amazing fight. Bryce looked really good. And apparently, uh, Dana White after this fight, Dana White said that he's gonna talk to Reebok about those camo shorts. Dude, he needs those camo shorts. Camo shorts mean a lot to me. They mean a lot. To they him. mean a lot. They mean so much. <laughs> Arkansas. You know, He's got a great nickname, Thug Nasty. Thug this, nasty. White, this white guy, he's 25. He's he's mm-hmm. a beast in the octagon. I'd like to see mm-hmm. some more of him. Yeah, me too. Me too. Absolutely, yes. I cannot wait to see uh, you know, um, his next fight. Uh, that Vicente Luque fight versus Nico Price, that one was so good. Nico had his eye. They had a call. They ended the fight in the middle. What was it, like, uh, uh, like the third round? Or yeah. Like to the fourth. Uh, his eye was just nasty, swollen, just closed. He looked awful. He, he, was, he, he was in great spirit. Like, after, once they called it, Vicente and Nico, like, with no... One thing that's so amazing, with no audience, you can just hear them talk to each other. Yeah, no. During the fight. The camaraderie between the fighters throughout this whole mm-hmm. week process has been just amazing. Um, Absolutely. And yeah, with, with Nico Price, man, you take a you take a eighty five headshots, your eye is going to look like that. God, yeah, I think eighty four of those was just on his left eye. <laughs> it, 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 was it, it was crazy. It was such a good fight. That was a good fight. I really enjoyed that one. Carla Esparza took down Michelle Waterson, and that one was kind of a uh, that one was impressive. I didn't see that one coming at all. I thought Michelle Waters in the karate hottie was in, you know what I mean? Like, I thought she was at the top of her, like, pe- not peaking, but she's in the prime almost. And Carla seems like, she, I thought she was not over the hill, but definitely not the same. But no, Carla looked amazing in that fight. 
Yeah, absolutely. I was shocked. Uh, I thought Carla as well was um, not, maybe yeah over the hill for sure. I thought she had already mm-hmm. peaked. Um, yeah. And uh, Watterson seemed like she was on her way up. Uh, definitely could work on ground game. Uh, absolutely. But yeah, I mean, she's got talents. We know that. Um, but, mm-hmm. uh, as far as I think she wants that belt. I think she wants a, ch- a chance at that. And I know she was yeah. called out over the weekend. So. Uh, uh, yeah, she she most certainly was. Yeah, yeah, that was so. I mean, it was funny. Just uh, just yesterday, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Look good, look good. Uh, again, really impressive fights. Really impressive. This whole thing. Uh, one thing that we didn't mention uh, was, uh, well, Yakare Souza uh, tested positive for the coronavirus, so yeah. his fight with Uriah Hall was called off. And yeah, that, that was crazy. That we that's one thing that in the numbers we missed. One COVID case, you know? I, I did miss the one COVID case. You're right. That's all right. That's okay. <laughs> uh, what about uh, Olenek versus Verbicio Verdum? That yeah. one was cool. That was that, a great fight. Not too bad, man. You know, Verdum, I've, 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 I've been thinking that guy has been done for a while, and he still shows yeah. up. And uh, yeah, he did lose the fight, but he, he's he did. Just, a good, just a good all-around yeah. fighter. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And then Olenek, again, he looks good. Uh, uh, crazy, weird-looking punches where he puts his head in, like, the person's chest and then overhands. Right. It's, it's, it's you know what I'm saying? It's really something. But, yeah, I enjoyed that fight. The Anthony Pettis versus Donald Cerrone fight was crazy. Yeah, I really thought one guy was going to go out. Again, oh, there was an eye poke there, and, there, and Anthony Pettis is like, let's just finish the fight. You know what I mean? Like, they're just yelling at each other, and you can hear it. It's really cool. Yeah, no doubt. Oh, and the shot, man. The Shook. smack, the smack of that, they sound crazy. Yeah, the, and the, you know, with, through all of this as well, I, I love the fighters' interviews post-fight. You you get a clear-headed <laughs> fighter. It seems like they're, uh, without the crowd noise, they're able to speak mm-hmm. what they feel <laughs> a little more yes. uh, without the crowd, you know, riling them up a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whenever, or especially um, one thing that we don't hear, one thing that, that you hear often and you don't, you feel like you don't miss, a lot of people boo and there's booing or there's arguing, you know what I mean? Like there's arguing against the judges, things like that. That's one thing that we totally missed out on is just exactly how you said, we have a clear uh, level-headed fighter who's, you know, calm and no, nobody's, yeah, rallying him up, getting him. Uh, all, all juiced up again? No, no, no. It's it. There really is absolutely just a great, great uh, camaraderie. And then what? That's so funny because we're not even into the main card. You know, now we're about to step into it, which is just crazy because the UFC 249 card was just stacked, just absolutely stacked. Yeah, no, and and I I kind of wish you know when I was watching the fight last night, the fights last night, I was mm-hmm. like, man, they should have had UFC 249 tonight and it lead up to it. You know all those fights, oh. but I understood what they were doing. They're getting us back into into you know some serious fighting. Fight. So and I, and I appreciate yes. it regardless. Nonetheless, yes. we're here talking about a Greg Hardy sighting. We had uh-huh. <laughs> Greg Hardy, the Prince of War. Uh, Jorgen De Castro uh, was his yeah counterpart in this fight, and and Jorgen came out. I thought Jorgen dominated the first round and first round. I know. I thought he gassed out. <laughs> exactly. And then I think he broke a toe or something. Something was wrong with his foot. Yeah. Because yeah. by the end of the third round, or by the third round, 
he was not moving at all. He like I think when when the fight finished, he pointed at his foot. Yeah, I. Greg Hardy looked good in the second and third round. In fact, I thought he was going to put him out. I thought the whole fight was going to end in the first round, to be honest. Yeah. So uh, for it to go the distance, Greg Hardy looked really good. He's looking really good. Yeah, I agree, man. I think he's he's proven himself to be a, a decent UFC fighter. You know, he's obviously got things to work on ground game, using his mm-hmm. legs more. Um, he's got to work on some kicks, but uh, he's yeah. got dynamite in his hands. And if he lands him properly, he's, he's going to put you out. So we... We know yeah, for sure. absolutely. I'd like to see him get a top 10 fighter, uh, top 15, uh, uh, and see what he could really do with a guy who's had more octagon experience. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited. Again, I, I can't wait to see this guy fight. Uh, just keep an eye on him. Jeremy Stevens versus Calvin Qatar. Dude. Oh, my God. What a battle. What a war. The featherweights. The featherweights. These guys swing like they've never swung before. I mean, these guys mm-hmm. both shot over 100, 100 strikes in the fight and only landed at 50%. Yes. They, they swing, man. They just they go for it all. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is that they, they, it wasn't just like a one or one-two. They, both guys were throwing combinations. And even if they were like missing and swinging in the air, they would still throw that second hand, third hand. If it, it, it was just misses, they would keep swinging until something. It was so crazy. It was really cool. Calvin Guitar is just one of the most excellent boxers. He was piecing Jeremy apart, and then Jeremy was just headhunting, swinging back. It was amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, Qatar, he, he shocked me with how good his striking was. I mean, it, it was it reminded me of Justin Gaethje picking people apart. It, it just... It, the 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 oh yeah the craftsmanship of his swing, it was really good. It, I loved the way he put it together. Uh, his combinations were phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, it was excellent. Absolutely excellent technique. Yeah. It was just a uh, great, just great fight. It, it was an easy win, it seemed like, for him. And he, he's looking for bigger opponents in that featherweight division. I, he, second round freaking TKO of Jeremy Stevens. That's that's something special. Absolutely. I, I can't remember the last time that's even happened. Just because he finishes fights, he goes the distance. So it's, yeah, absolutely. So, so, absolutely. So on this next fight, uh, let, let me uh, yes. let me apologize to Francis Ngannou for doubting him for five seconds. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. I think he heard it. <laughs> and he said, this is for Malcolm. I'm going to kill Rosenstruck. Yeah. Dude. Oh, man. Again, I was just saying how you kind of just, he was just swinging. People were just kind of swinging for the fences and just eventually something would land. Uh, Francis Ngannou, it took him 40 seconds to take out Rosenstreet. Yeah. and It was amazing. It was absolutely crazy because he goes in and literally ran at him <laughs> Yeah, about 15 yeah. seconds into the round and just pummeled him. It was like, oh my God, he didn't know what to do. Yes. Yeah, what's funny is that Rosenstruck actually, on the way back, uh, he was dodging a bunch of the uh, punches and then even countering. He landed a few counter shots while Francis was just running yeah. at him. But Nganu hit him with that. Cra- he has those upper hand or he has those uppercuts that come like swinging from like the left side of his body or the right side. They don't come from underneath his chest. They come swinging from the side. It's swinging from and Cameroon. It just... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, dude. It, and then as soon as he landed just one, um, that was it was almost like lights out. Rosenstruck's body just stiffened, oh, sure and then it was against the fence. And then Ganu just landed two more shots on him before the uh, I, don't, I can't remember what ref jumped in on him. Just get off. It might him have up. been Mergliata. But it, that was so good. Oh, was that right? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, 
yeah, what a great freaking time. the predator, man. He came out and he prayed. Uh, he it was brutal. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely amazing. He yeah. he should be the Cameroon hammer or something. Like he, the way he swings that hammer. Yeah, something. Oh man, well, um, uh, John Jones. John Jones says he wants to uh, 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 get uh, get a money fight going between him and you Francis. think that you think that'll work? I think I think John, if he could, if he could last two rounds and survive, I mean, he's gonna have to be sprinting mm. like Floyd Mayweather style in the ring, octagon. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? He's gonna have to be running, survive, uh, survive yeah. until he gasses him out. That's the only way he could win that fight, I think. John. Stipe, Stipe Miotic style, you know, he beat him. Stipe beat him by surviving the first two rounds and then getting the the, the upper hand, second, third, and uh, third, fourth, and fifth round and winning by decision. Yeah, and that's the only way. John- uh, that that'd be the yeah, because there's, there's no way you could try knocking out Francis Ngannou. Like, there's no way. I couldn't imagine. It looks like he, he has a skull around his skull. Do you know what I mean? Oh. I mean, look at it this like, way. When's the last time John knocked someone out? It's been so I mean, long. It feels like it's been a while. I, I, mean, I know he got he got uh, what Gustafsson, I think, but he had in the last yeah, that was a, yeah. fights. He's he, he's gone the distance in most of them. I mean, John's a wonderful, absolutely the greatest ever. Um, but I don't know, man. Heavyweight's a big jump, and Ganu's a yeah, big oh, yeah. fucking man. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Uh, well, it would be crazy if there's a money fight. Let's do it. But uh, no, if this isn't. I hope this isn't just us. Oh no, it'd be tough. It'd be tough to lose something like this, especially because he's been winning. You know, he's a winner. It'd be so, John's first mm. loss when he loses to Ngannou. I, I, I'd like to see him. I'd mm-hmm. love to see the fight, and I, I won't doubt John because yeah. we, we've just <laughs> seen him lose. Uh, nope. But man, it's gonna take a. I'd be curious to a see a miracle for him to pull it off. Yeah. Right, absolutely, so, absolutely. Yes. Okay, so tell me, tell me about this co-made event. Do you did you get the vibe at the end of this fight that mm-hmm. Dominic Cruz is a giant crybaby? Absolutely, yes. Okay. Right away, right away, I knew uh, it, this tainted what I because um, I was really not rooting for him, but uh, uh, I wasn't really a big fan of his until this fight. Then I started doing some research on him, watching some videos, interviews. I'm like, man, Dominic Cruz is a smart dude. And then we always hear him because he does commentating yeah. uh, for the UFC. So I, I, you can, you always know he's a smart guy. So I thought, wow, I can't wait to see, you know, what happens, dude. Uh, no, 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 Henry Cejudo, he got, <laughs> yeah. There was Henry Cejudo got that. Um, no, dude, it was. I, it's hard. Yeah, Dominic Cruz is a crybaby, dude. Yeah, it's, I'm trying to be a little bit more charismatic you know but i can't it's just because it was just it was tough to see him cry like that and then getting in the referee's face and then the next day did you hear that he was accusing the referee of uh, having alcohol in his breath and smelling like cigarettes yeah that's what i mean that's why i brought it up as well because i was like not only did he throw a fit in the octagon after getting whooped by triple fucking c who retires after winning Whatever. Yeah. Uh, okay. So he gets yeah. whooped in the octagon, and then he whines, and then he goes after the fight. To I mean, come on, man. This is yeah, this is a big joke. You know what? I was disappointed in because what Dominic Cruz is known for is hell of stamina. The dude is he's he's got stamina. He could last twelve rounds in the octagon. Um, right. And he 
hits you in small punches, but he hits you a lot. He's not a very powerful guy. Um, and that's right. evident. Look at his frame. He's small. Um, and <laughs> I just think Henry Cejudo was built for that fight. Um, I, I'm right. not a fan of that guy. Uh, never will be. But, uh, right. you know, <laughs> I'm glad. I'm he glad didn't. He didn't. Me too. Me too. The king of cringe. He's funny. He's funny because uh, I hope he is retired. Just because I, 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 I'm, I had enough you know, of him. <laughs> and he's a he's a winner. He's a champ. You know, uh, let him go out as a champ. That's yeah, cool yeah absolutely. For, uh, for him, he was upset yeah. that he wasn't getting McGregor money. Uh, that's why he walked mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because he did say that there's a there's a number. He said he uh, in his post interview he was saying that uh, or at the conference when he was all sitting down and. Uh, at way after the fight, he was saying that he Dana White knows the number. Oh yeah, he knows Uncle the Dana. number. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Uncle Dana. Yeah, Uncle Dana. Yeah, that's it. Uncle Dana. Theo, Theo Dana is what I would have. But you know, that's that's me. But yeah, in the fight, uh, in the beginning of the fight, relatively early in the fight, especially in the first round, it was only in the first round. Dominic Cruz headbutts. It, it, it was accidental for sure. There's that uh, accidental headbutt that cut Henry Cejudo open, put the put a stoppage like a timeout in the fight. Uh, the doctors went to review it. Henry Cejudo, this it looked bad. Where Henry, I knew right away because he was just pouring out blood that this that was going to be the changing. You know what I mean? Like I thought Dominic Cruz was like, oh, Dominic Cruz is going to take over now because this cut is pretty substantial. Right. That, uh, but instead, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that, I feared that would affect the fight as well for Cejudo. We we haven't seen him have to Absolutely. deal with any adversity really. Right. But Henry Cejudo flipped the switch instead of because he recognized that as well. He knew that that cut could stop the fight at any moment if the fight continues into the second, third, fourth. You know, it's a bantamweight title, so we're going to five rounds. Uh, that cut would really be awful by the time the the fifth round. You know, so right after they tie back in, Henry Cejudo just rushes him and uh, takes him down, hits him with a makes him go stiff, hits him uh, while he's down, hits him while he's getting back up, but just. Piling it on Dominic Cruz, I thought it was a good stoppage. To be yeah, honest. it was. I mean, yeah, Dominic did look like he was going on the way up, but he took like what did what did Joe Rogan say? Like eleven it, unanswered it was shots. Eleven unanswered shots, man. Look, and I agree, he was on his way up. The stoppage could yeah. have waited a little longer, but he could have got up a little quicker. So, like, don't blame the ref for yeah. your ass being too slow to get up. Right, right. Yeah, no, it, I know it was just. Uh, I like the fight. I, I like the fight. I like the the controversy. I liked the the stoppage. Uh, even afterward, because you you kind of felt like, whoa, you know. Like, well, it sucked more. What because just there happened? Two seconds left in the round. Oh yeah, I forgot about like, that. The, that is true. The, it was the, the end of the round. The too. round could have just ended, and they could have let it go to yeah. the bell. I mean, like the the ref, uh, it, he does play a part in it, but man, he could have got up quicker. So like. He could have fought better. I mean, come on, yeah. man. He could have trained harder. What's up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole thing. Yeah, the whole. No, it was such a good, good fight. And then what's crazy is that we're not even like now. We're talking about the Ferguson versus Gacy fight. El which was the highlight. Yes, absolutely great, great fight. Just to finish this card Dude, off. I've never seen a man take so many shots to the head and survive. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, Ferguson was just eating shots like crazy. The first round, I thought, wow, this is anybody's fight. I cannot wait to see what happens. Gacy looked good at the end of it. Second round, 
from then on, it seemed like it was all Geishi yeah. because he just landed so many. You can just hear all these power shots, and Ferguson looked fucked up. Yeah, face fractures. Uh, Geishi was a marksman. I mean, sniper out there. I mean, long distance range. Dude was hitting him with almost everything he threw. I mean, out of 153 headshots, he landed 100. Bro, uh, that's two out of three. He's hitting you in your head. Wow. Dude's a marksman. He shot 13 body shots, or 14 body shots, landed 13 of them. 30 for 30 on leg kicks. The Ga- Gaethje's a marksman. He's going to hit you if he strikes. It's it's ridiculous. I've never seen striking numbers look like this. Um, really? Then, yeah, yeah. You really Usually striking percentage is about 50%. Uh, but someone mm-hmm. to be s- striking you 66% of the time, is that's a lot. I mean, that's, that's, that's insane. It He's is hitting insane. you one Absolutely more time is. than you're hitting him every time. Oh, no. No, and then Ferguson would throw shots, but uh, nowhere. Yeah, absolutely nowhere near as much as Gacy. Gacy was just piling it on. Uh, the refs did stop it. I think they stopped it, what was it, the fourth round? Was it the yeah, fifth late round? fifth round, the three was... minutes, 39 yeah. seconds left in the fight. I mean, it, it was, there yeah. was too much, man. He he couldn't take anymore. I couldn't I couldn't watch anymore, man. I was like, God bless. Someone stop That's one fight. thing that I've noticed throughout this, this last week, I've noticed corners corners do not throw in towels as they should do you know is that weird is that weird to say because we've seen some fights throughout this week where uh the, the especially the main yeah, event we're, we're watching people just get battered yeah we're just getting battered and, and it's just like oh you know you have two more rounds left really go out there try to put them out you have one more round left just finish them strong at the end of the fight your, your players going to, your, your fighters going to the hospital and just it's you, you could have stopped the fight you could have just thrown the towel hey you know what we're losing we're losing there's no way he's gonna get up from this especially in the fifth round if you're if you're if your fighter's on his stomach and there's still four minutes left in the fight and he just nod nah, uh, corner corners or they should i just wish i should see more towels is that interesting is that weird i just wish that people would just not surrender but hey hey hey, get all you know you win you're winning the fight please just Let's live to see another day. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, live to see another day. Part of the reason for that is the fighters go in there to die. You know, their their mantras. They, oh yeah. Don't yeah. don't you make that decision for me? And I respect that to a point, but that's why they're your trainers. Mm-hmm. That's why they're there to make that decision for mm-hmm. you. Uh, because you've been hitting the head too many times at that point. You are not thinking clear. So yeah, I mean, I agree with you. Uh, right. There's there's definitely uh, evidence to that. I think. Uh, I mean that fight. There's a fight last night included. I mean, there's definitely moments. Yeah, on Wednesday, Wednesday as well. Oh uh, yeah, um, yeah. Wednesday there was a fight. Um, well, here, yeah. Well, well do you want to do you want to talk about? Do you want to go into the next UFC event? Yeah, absolutely, man. Smith Teixeira. It was a great card um, as well, top to bottom. Mm-hmm. I, mm, I had a good time with the first two fights. Right. Um, I love not. Yeah, the Sherman versus Villanueva. Yeah, absolutely. Did you see that one? Chase Sherman versus uh, I can't remember. I'm not sure if it was Miguel Villanueva or Pat Patrick or something. <laughs> but Sherman just looked like the Shermanator. <laughs> you know what I mean? His name he looked really Villanueva. good. Ike, Ike and Cena. Ike, ah, <laughs> yes. Uh, Ike, this was he was way under uh, weight or undersized. Uh, Sherman was tall, way taller than him, more pounds on him, and then 
looked, his body looked way different than Villanueva's, even though he was uh, way yeah, out there. Like, like it was man nuts. Going in there fighting somebody like a small child. You're like, what? Some guy heavyweight? Yeah. No, no, he he no, he went up for it. This was his first fight in the uh, the heavyweight division. Oh lord! Because uh, uh, two years ago, two years ago, Villanueva was middleweight, bro. Oh my god! Yes. Oh man. Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh man, that's. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Oh, that's terrible. That's, that's a bad idea. Yeah, I know, I know. So it's yeah. While they're talking about that, I'm and they're doing the, you know. Uh, uh, the introductions i'm looking at both guys and i'm like oh good lord this is gonna and this was like wednesday it's like wednesday like 6 p.m i'm gonna watch this poor guy get beat up and yeah it's exactly what happened <laughs> and that's the script and i went right <laughs> right along with it <laughs> yeah yeah uh what other what other fight did you see right there in the beginning uh, no i watched the first two i took a break there for a little bit um and then i, ca- mm-hmm. I caught back up on the uh, michael johnson tiago moises fight yes that was cool. Michael Johnson looked so good in that Dude, first. He round. won the shit out of that first round, and then he let yes. the guy get this takedown. He was like, "Oh my god!" Right away, uh, it was brutal. In the second round, right away, grabs his leg, uh, pulls him down to the ground, and then gets an ankle yeah, lock. Uh, to, uh, Tiago Moises. Yeah, it was a beautiful, beautiful. It was crazy. The ground. It was a great takedown, great ankle lock. But mm-hmm. I was so disappointed, in Michael Johnson, because we've seen him fight so many times, and you're like, man, this guy's got it. Yeah, He's so many times, and then he loses. I, I guess, I keeps losing. At least this time his family wasn't there, because he always brings <laughs> his family, and they just you can hear him just screaming, no, no, it was it's bad. Uh, what's interesting, rewatching the fight, knowing what. Tiago does in the second round. Rewatching that fight, the very first round, he does the exact same move. He runs in and tries to get that takedown, but Michael Johnson invades him. Going into the second round, he does a minor adjustment where he like runs in and then not pulls guard, but uh, instead of going for a normal takedown, he just went and grabbed a leg and then rolled off his back. It was really crazy. It was really cool to see the adjustment into that second round, but a quick quick adjustment. adjustment. Ended the fight right away. That's what that's what disappointed me with Michael. That was Johnson, really cool, though, because I felt like he was uh, he was doing really well in the first round, avoiding the takedown, uh, knowing who he was in the octagon with. Mm-hmm. And I thought he would have came out the second round anticipating the same thing, even though he knew he had him hurt. Mm-hmm. Right. And no, no, Tiago. Yes, absolutely. It was really cool. It was really cool to see. Uh, another fight that I, I watched was Ar- Arlowski versus Linz, where Arlowski yeah, ended up beating him. Linz, but uh, in the first round, yes, he looked good. They looked good. Felipe Linz, looked, he looked like a little kid out there. He, he does yeah. look like a, he has some baby face. He got that one. Yeah, he got that nut shot on Arlowski where his toes hit him right in the goods. Arlowski just just starts screaming in the octagon. I was like, oh, yeah. that hurts. Oh, boy. Watching the we can oh, all hear it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We can, uh, we can all hear it. We can all feel it. Dude, I can taste yeah, it. Absolutely. It hurts so much. It, it just looked bad. Yeah. Again, brave fight, low kick, too low of a kick. But uh, yeah, this the submission, though, that you we didn't see. You I think you said three submissions. Uh, I love a submission. Yeah, I'm always they were the rare, submission. far and few. So, uh, uh, yeah, they sure were. They really were, especially because there was some fights where you can see people move for 
a rear naked choke or, or an arm bar and just not yeah, get the finish. Yeah. Well, yeah, but, including uh, last night, there was a fight like that. We'll get there, though. So, the the Drew Dauber, uh, Alexander yeah, but... Hernandez fight. Okay. Those guys, it was an excellent fight. Two guys yes. going in there, swinging like madmen. And uh, Hernandez gets caught, yes. man. I know. I know. The problem with Hernandez, Alexander Hernandez, he's such a shit talker that uh, other fighters just are um, trying. I'm not sure if they're trying to humble him or something, but they're trying. You know what I mean? Like he needs to learn how to because he's such a great fighter, but uh, he's super cocky. And I think a lot of fighters against him make it real personal. Absolutely personal. Yeah. Yeah. No, (laughs) that's not the way to do it, Alexander. (laughs) I'm Hernandez. Yeah, that's his, that's his <laughs> mantra, I guess. Yeah, now Drew Dauber, he went in there and uh, finished it up. I mean, he looked really good in the fight, actually. Second round finish, uh, that looked really well. Um, and guy, uh, a guy who I didn't expect to move up to heavyweight in, um, in OSP fought Ben Rothwell. And uh, OSP, he, obviously, man, both guys look really tired. But um, Yes. Uh, OSP looked yeah. gassed early, uh, putting on the weight, and I thought that was a little weird. Um, he was on his bicycle a lot, keeping well away, uh, well away from Ben Rothwell because he didn't want to get hit. Yeah, I know. Uh, you, you, it's, it's funny because like uh, Ben was saying that he could not. He tried as hard as he could to really try to put OSP out, and OSP has a great chin. Because he was eating shots, and then even against the fence, uh, that dirty boxing style that Ben Rothwell does with uh, uh, he has a lot of power in a short reach. It's uh, it's really it was really cool to see Ben win. This is the second fight yeah, in a row that he's row. won. Uh, he just yeah against uh, Stefan Struber, I believe he won in December, um, and so this is like his resurgence. This is really good. He's looking really good. I'd love to see him fight. Uh, uh, somebody here yeah, will sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he, he'd love to get back in the octagon. Yeah, Ben Rothwell's a class act, man. And, and seeing him in there uh, against guys uh, capable of knocking each other out is kind of what I want to see Ben Rothwell in. That's the that's the kind of dogfight I like him in. He always does pretty well in those. He's got yeah. 50 fights under his belt. So, uh, dogfight. Been doing it a while. Wow. Wow. Hell yeah. And then, yeah, man, the, the main event. Anthony Smith the versus Glover Teixeira. Freaking uh, Glover. Oh, my God. I could not believe Glover Teixeira survived that first round. Because uh, then from then on, yeah. it was all Glover. The second, the third. Uh, even the, Especially the TKO in the fifth. Uh, Anthony Smith was just getting beat the hell up. And his corners, DC was commentating about that the whole time. His corners were just screaming at him from the moment it started. Just screaming at him to go, go, go. And uh, he went, went, yeah, went. Yeah, and that was kind of the <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad we're talking about that. The issue, cornermen, uh, they can hear you. Every word. <laughs> you keep talking, they keep fighting. Yeah. Why don't you tell the fighter to rest a little bit in the octagon? Find your find your shots. Pick your moment. Yeah. I mean, short. No, it's not. It's just swing. Hit him. He's hurt. He's hurt. And it's like, no, Glover wasn't hurt. In the first round, he was. I don't want to say he wasn't hurt, but he... 
was I mean yeah it was this, this first round yeah, was Glover's worst round, round. Definitely, he was, just getting he was shook a little bit and that was only because he was trying to gauge Anthony Smith's speed he's a slow fighter Glover is so when he gets into things he, he starts putting things together when he finds his range when he when you start coming in so he's a great counter puncher and he did that really well in the fight uh, Anthony Smith had nothing for that that uh, I was I felt really bad man because we got Anthony Smith a guy who just fought John Jones just last year was peaking. You know, he was uh, just, I feel bad seeing him move the way he did. I felt like yeah. his corner could have just shut up. Oh, God. Yes. Yeah. Or again, you know, if, you, if you're seeing your guy pass the referee his teeth in the middle of the fight, then you, you might want to, you know, reconsider the next fourth yeah. or the next two rounds uh, which was crazy because Glover was uh, that ground and pound oh. took Anthony out it was Anthony was just uh, it just it really looked like just a beating of them and it was crazy because the first I mean just compared to the first round you thought this was going to be like like one of these fights where Anthony showcases but it was actually Glover that looked the better fighter yeah, I mean I, absolutely he, he definitely Inanimate. showed he was the uh, better you know, MMA fighter. I mean, it was it was it was ruthless in the way it went about. I think his corner definitely should have done something in the third round. Yeah, yeah. Again, main event, main event corners. You know, uh, they're they're ah. You just gotta. There's. I just wish. I just wish you can do more for your fighter, especially if you just see him just getting hurt like that. But um, no, dude. What what can we do? What can we do? I'm just excited to see these fights and then. Uh, I know, I know. Yesterday, well, we can talk about yesterday's fights, but uh, uh, I'm looking forward to the next fights as well. You know what I mean? I'm just excited about the number of fights and all these fighters and the UFC just providing this and uh, again just normalizing everything. Um, but what about? Did you watch? Did you watch any of the prelims last night? Did you watch any of these? No, I did not watch one prelim last night. I kicked it off on the final three fights. Oh, okay. All right. You can see uh, 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 Matt Brown versus Miguel Beza. Oh, no, Beza, I've got I mean, them all saved on on ESPN Plus, so I watch them throughout the week. So I, I yeah. didn't want to watch everything so fast because we're not having fights for another two weeks. So I'm just kind of spacing everything out. I hear you. Yeah, you know what? Uh, this morning I woke up a tad bit early and I and I caught up on the ones the prelims. But uh, Matt Brown and Miguel uh, Baeza, that watch that one. That one was really cool, really good fight. Matt Brown. All round one. It was all round one. I don't want to spoil it for you unless you want me to, but it was, uh, it was just, I don't even want to say it. I don't even want to say it. And then there was another Hernandez, Anthony Hernandez versus Kevin Holland. You didn't see this one? Kevin Holland, it took him 39 seconds uh, to uh, take down Anthony Damn. Hernandez and beat him. And it was like crazy. That was a crazy knee to the body. It was a body shot that dropped him, and then Kevin just pummeled him. It was really cool. Great fight. Great fight. Uh, the co-main event I watched that well, what was, what was the, uh, what was the fight before Danny, that one Danny, it was uh, um Ige yeah. versus Barboza that's right that one was good oh Nascimento versus Hayes in the prelims was really good as well people are you are, you're you're gonna be really excited about that one when you rewatch that one but um uh Ige versus Barboza Barboza has the craziest chin Ige's got the craziest power uh it's just what a great that fight. was a really what a great fight. fight I actually thought Barbosa won that fight, man. I, I'll be honest. I thought it was really close. I thought I thought he did enough. Um, 
And the same, the same yeah. with uh, Angela Hill, man. Yes, I rewatched that one. I agree as well. Uh, Claudia Gadel, uh, Gadelia, she won by split decision. But I looked at, um, I, was, I mean, I was obviously I'm like scoring the fight as well. Uh, with Ige or Barboza, I had Barboza winning that fight, and I had Angela yeah. Hill winning her fight too. Yeah, no, right. both times Same I was wrong, and I, especially because the first round in the Gadella uh, the Gadella fight, I she won that or the first round easily. Uh, but the second and third yeah. round, yeah. the second round was obviously Angela Hill. She knocked her down. Right. Well, yeah, she dropped her. her. Yeah, she dropped round, her, and I then felt like she outpunched her and outworked her as well. I, I just I don't know what the ref saw in the third round. She's the dominant fighter. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I was. Yeah. I was going by who is the aggressor, who's the most dominant fighter, who looks good in in like you know uh, halfway through marker, and then with the last minute, how is it looking? Uh, and yeah, in all my boxes, I checked off uh, Angela Overkill Hill. But um, you know what's funny? She's she's like the she's gonna be like the Donald Cerrone of the oh, female yeah. division where. She's just gonna take on fighters, take on fights. This is her her fourth, yeah, fourth fight, fight in seven in months. Seven months, and she's so, done seven fights in the last like thirteen months or some nonsense. She's like a monster. Yeah, yeah, yes. So uh, uh, she's not done yet. You know what I'm saying? She's she she looked good after the fight too. Like she didn't look she didn't look like she took too much damage. Yeah, obviously she's gonna take some time off. Obviously, you know, you just finished, but she takes time off differently. Do you know what I mean? She she'll probably be back in the uh, uh, in her training, back back in the her gym uh, by the end oh, of the week. Yeah, Do you no, know what I mean? oh, for sure. You can't stop overkill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no way. And then Overeem versus Your heart not break Walk a little Harris. bit. Ah, uh, yeah. Absolutely. The whole thing, the whole thing, Overeem was just the most respectful guy from the weigh-ins, the face-offs, to uh, uh, when they got into the octagon, even after the fight, Overeem was just so he, hurting a, for Harris. He's like, I, he's you know, respectful he demolition. Man. Oh, yeah, demolition, man. So, yeah, it's beautiful, beautiful nickname. But, uh, that, yeah, uh, the first round was so exciting because it was back and forth. Uh, Walt Harris looked bad in the beginning. Not bad, but he looked like he was in trouble in the beginning of the first round. Towards the end of this first round, Overeem was on the bottom and Harris was on top yeah, of him, ref, just beating ref, him down. Could have stopped and the then, uh, at the end of the first round, uh, potentially. There was definitely chances of that. <laughs> and I'm glad he didn't because we saw what ended up happening. Right. In the second round, Overeem gets this crazy head kick, which was crazy to see these two heavyweights, like, or, you know what I mean, just going at each other like this because Overeem just throws a head kick, hits Walt Harris, uh, uh, takes him down, uh, and uh, man, just oh, just pumbles him. Yeah, so pumbles. For me, Referees had to stop the fight it. kicked off, I, uh, this fight in particular, I was like, man, they were like, Overeem's birthday is tomorrow, which is today, uh, the 17th. And I was like, man, he's going to have a shitty 40th birthday. His head's going to hurt so bad. I was thinking he's gonna, I thought I thought Walt Harris was gonna knock his head off, man. But uh no he prevailed and he showed yeah. his veteran skill in the octagon. His experience. Yeah, he definitely showed his experience in the octagon yeah. where you just, you know, overcome. Overcome whenever overcome adversity. Uh but yes, yes, yes. Super just a terrible amount of respect 
for uh, uh, Overeem and Harris and just everything that Harris was going through. It's I can't imagine. Oh no, I can't absolutely imagine. not, man. No, it's a, it's a, a tremendous amount of uh, respect for him to overcome the pain. I mean, just uh, it's it's incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, great fights! Absolutely, just great UFC events. Just absolute great fun, dude. You know what? Let's take a step back and talk about some NBA. Yes, Let's dude. Talk Let's talk so, basketball. Have you heard any good news? Bad news? The only news I got is questionable news. I got some news. I got some news. I know that Spalding is out as the official basketball, and Wilson is now the the official game ball next, starting next season, which is terrible because I just spent I just spent a, I just bought a forty dollars uh, NBA ball uh, that, so we can hoop it up in the backyard, and it's and it says like uh, wow, oh, it's not even official man. anymore. <laughs> Castaway is gonna love this. Hmm. Oh yeah, I didn't think about that. So, word is that the NBA is going to reconvene in one to three weeks and we'll find out a date on possibilities on when things might resume but the good thing is today on this date May 17th 1985 Mm -hmm. Michael Jordan won rookie of the year 21 years old he averaged 28 points a game, Whoa, six and a half rebounds, that. 5.9 assists, and two steals. The dude was a goat in his rookie year already. Right. Yeah. And then a rookie, he was really thin. When you watch those highlights of him as a rookie, uh, it's just like, wow, he really, you know, turned into, because he was an older man yeah, when he started winning the championships. Do you know what I mean? Especially his last yeah, yeah. So it was just he just had to put in. The, he knew he was destined to win. He just he just had to uh, put in the time, uh, put in the work. Absolutely excellent. I'm really excited. I'm hoping you know I'm 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 a little worried again with the coronavirus. I'm worried they may open the season up too soon. But if they got the smartest heads working on this, then yeah, yeah. Test, let's see let's see what available. they can do. Um, um, absolutely, take advantage. Absolutely, because I know the the uh, Major League Baseball they're doing something. They proposed the plan as well to uh, uh, for all personnel to be tested multiple times a week uh, for coronavirus when they do start the season up again. And uh, if somebody does test positive, the MLB has things in place yeah, that they yeah, will continue so to play. With that as well, like, so, there was a league. Interesting. You saw that also with the baseball. Uh, the MLB Players Union, they want a formal plan in place because there was a leak saying that June 10th would be their new spring training day and July 1st would be opening day. Um, and the players demanded that oh, okay. they want a formal plan, which is what you kind of discussed. They want m- more uh, detail on how the proper protocol will be taken on keeping everyone safe. Yes, yes. Oh, man. So we'll see. We'll see what happens there. And then uh, I also read about something about they, they may incorporate. There's a there's a proposed plan where it's a universal designated hitter for, you know, both. Yeah, I, both I the American and the well. National and League I, I don't to have a universal. definitely make it more balanced, but you're going to see the NL win a lot more championships. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I'm curious. Just because, um, 
why 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 wasn't this in place at the beginning? Well, why was it just one lead? Do you know what I mean? For, uh, oh, ah, so ah, ah, that's they right. Kept the rules. They yeah, had, that, of course. And they, it's, I mean, it's a little ridiculous to have two sets of rules on in in one game. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, I I I don't dislike the idea, but. I don't know. I if they're gonna have it on both sides, I'm fine with it. It's either get rid of it or have it on both sides. That's where I'm at. Exactly. Me too. Exactly. I love that. I love that idea. And what about uh, the NFL? You ever heard you you got anything good on the NFL? Oh man! All right, we're gonna end the show on this NFL topic here shortly after. We've got I think nine minutes left of this podcast. And uh, okay, man, NFL. This is the worst. The worst news possible for the NFL. So over the last mm, week and a half, we've had three arrests, four arrests in the NFL. Cody Latimer of my Redskins. He's a uh, uh, five charges yeah. in Colorado. We got DeAndre Baker of the Giants with Quentin Dunbar of the Seattle Seahawks for a uh, robbery and released on bond. And then we have some more NFL news with uh, <laughs> linemen, of the Bills, uh, Ed Oliver with a DWI and some gun charges. So, uh, that's the NFL news. <laughs> yes. I know, I know. That, you know, that's because that's that's what I wrote too. Uh, my The NFL, my notes for the NFL looks like yeah, just terrible. a criminal rap sheet. We need to like, get these these are NFL training camp. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> well, you know what? It's funny because this actually reminds me of my oddball that I happen to have. All right, real quick, oddball. <laughs> there was um uh, over the weekend in Virginia, there was a uh, string of robberies. These guys were walking in the uh, these comedian stores with watermelons for masks with eye holes punched. Yeah, you know what? People took pictures of them throughout the day because they saw them the whole time. So they actually mapped out. Uh, citizens were able to map out, you know, their their route what they hit, what they could have stolen. And they ended up finding one guy out of the two. But the f- photos of these guys just look absolutely just, they look dumb as hell with these watermelons on their head. I'm hoping they ate everything inside before they put it on. Dude, it's if not they a were smart, they threw a bottle of vodka in the top of it. And they, ah. you know, they, were, they were eating, ah. you know, vodka watermelon while they were inside. Yes, well, <laughs> not a bad idea. But yeah, man, it's just uh, uh, the NFL is getting in trouble. People in Virginia, you know, are going to get in trouble. They just, you know, people are just getting in yeah, trouble in these years. Is weird a good times. way to put it, man. Absolutely, and you know, the the NFL is just uh, these players uh, aren't being very good, productive people outside of uh, their training camps and their facilities. So, you know, it's a shame. <laughs> yeah. Who, yeah, they, they really need that structure. They need that structure. They need somebody to keep an eye on them. Because if yeah, not, they're just well, going to you know, run them up, run wild. A, in a routine their whole careers, you know, or, uh, even since it, high school and, and yeah. stuff. So they, they've, they've been routined into this thing. And when they have this longer off time, they even think of your summer break extending uh, a couple more months. What would you have? I would have gotten a lot more trouble as a kid. I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have like, uh, yeah, I would have been arrested. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I would have been in trouble. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would have been a bad kid. No, for sure, for sure. 
well, man, this is really fun, man. I always enjoy doing something like this. Do you have a, what, what's, I've been, you know, my jam, dude, I've been jamming out on the UFC, dude. Jam. You, you know, got a jam, I'm man? I've been jamming. UFC and the wonderful sports we've had this week. I've been playing Grand Theft Auto 3, okay? Yes. This, I'm taking, I'm taking it back. Bro, bro, that is a wild, it's, it's so much harder than I remember. That's what she said. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this game is challenging. I'm definitely I'm like 17% through and I'm I'm having fits. Uh it, so it's it missions are hard because missions are hard. It's like Keep dying. It's, I don't know. I had a better yeah. time playing Mario 64. I beat that in just like probably 2 weeks. So um Hell yeah. yeah I mean, I, I'm All gonna, right. Yeah, I remember Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto 3 was the first of that over the shoulder or behind the, yeah. the guy, the, the third person view. And I, re, I do it's remember awful. just the guns and have you, have you Not shot yet. the moon? No, have you shot the moon and made it bigger? Terrible. <laughs> yeah. Take a sniper, take a sniper to the moon and make that moon big. I will do it's that. It's a little do that right Easter now. egg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Check it out. Check it out. But yeah, it's, it's fun. I do remember. Yeah. I do remember the good times, the, Pulling into the garage. Yep, That's yep, the first yep, time you absolutely. see the prostitutes in games. It's uh, yeah, I'm, the I'm gangs, the cars. Oh yeah, that's run. cool. You can't even get. You have to do right missions up, out man. there. Yeah, yeah. I am right now. I'm feeling GTA three. It's pretty wild. Hell yeah! I love it, man. I love it. Well, shoot, this was a excellent episode of Set the Record. Uh, be sure to everybody who's listening out there, just continue following us on Twitter and on Instagram. We're at Set the Record Pod. To like the Facebook page, it's Set the Record Podcast. Uh, you know, check out all the endeavors. You know, check out everything that we do. We do quite a bit. So uh, check out the app, uh, the voicemail. Leave us a voicemail on the Anchor app. That's always fine. Let's check us out. And then if you really want to reach out to us, you can always just send us an email at Set the Record Podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, set the Record Podcast at gmail.com. That's always kind of fun, you know. If you, if you want to just reach out to us, uh, be a part of the show, or just uh, have a question that we can ask everybody on the show, that'd be kind of fun. But uh, we really appreciate you guys listening to us, and uh, stay tuned. You know, um, this is all. This is all going to be over soon. Uh, what is it like? Soft, soft times make soft people. Tough times Straight make up, tough man. people. We're going to be tough after all this, man. Uh, meditate, make it go away. <laughs>